It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why are we in the bar? Hey folks, hello and welcome to another edition of Take It To The Max Sports, coming to you live from the Flying Whippet. Production Studios. I'm here with my trusty cohort, Max Arandondo. We got Brother Bob working the knobs and Jason on cameras. Working the knobs. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. guys, a uh, few things I want to talk about. One is we have no idea what the score is. That's full disclosure, as usual. You're talking about the, Miami and Baltimore? Miami and Baltimore. Okay. So, I have uh, a predicted score of 31 to 3. Baltimore. And I am also taking Baltimore 31 to 10. I think Miami scores a touchdown because they're at home. Okay. <laughs> we're we're going to go to some college and other picks. I think Brother Bob's going to have disagree with, with us on that one. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> my college picks, uh, I think we're going to load those up here in a minute. And we're also going to do college and NFL, correct? Yeah, we'll do the college and NFL picks. Okay. And on yours, oh, let's see. On your college, who are you going with? Well, on college, I do like uh, Minnesota cover against Iowa. I like them to uh, take the points at six. I actually think it's dropping. It may be five now. But I like Minnesota to beat Iowa at home. And on my NFL picks... I have the uh, Dallas Cowboys playing the Falcons. And I'm going to go ahead and take the over in that. It's 54 and a half points. I know it's a lot of points, but uh, I think it'll be a high-scoring, high-flying affair. So I'm going to go ahead and take the points, 54 and a half, going over. You think the Cowboys bounce back after last week? I think they will. You know, I think think Ezekiel was out. Is that true? I heard that he was out. Gregory's out. The lineman, the defensive end, yeah, great. I think, I, I think uh, Dak's going to let it all out. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of passing in that game. I think Atlanta, if they get 24 points, you know, Dallas will get at least 40 against that Atlanta defense. Yeah, that defense, man, they're horrible. So, but their offense for Atlanta's come around. That tight end yeah. that they had in the first round, yeah, he's coming around. But that defense needs help, man. They have more holes than um, that, Swiss cheese. There you go. Yeah, yeah. They, they, hey, yeah. the more holes, the better the Swiss cheese tastes. Well, that's true. Yeah. I guess that, that is defense true. is going to taste Never pretty nasty. <laughs> They're going to taste pretty nasty. <laughs> On my Your picks, uh, I'm going to do my college pick and also my pros pick um, this for this week. I am actually going to take Oklahoma uh, over Baylor, but Baylor covers the uh, five and a half. Okay. And then uh, in the NFL, I'm going to take Carolina to cover the points against Arizona. Okay. So really, after after Darnold's out with a fractured shoulder, right? Yeah. They signed Cam Newton today, Ooh. and uh, he's going to get his old jersey. It's going to feel a little tight, and he's going to get stinky his... stinky too. Have, have they washed it since he's been gone? No, no, they haven't washed it uh, for good luck. Uh, but I think Cam coming back has to prove to everyone that uh, he does need another shot in the NFL. And I think they're going to make it close. They're going to lose, but they're going to make it close. So cold turkey, Cam's just going to go out there and just make it close. All right, we'll just see. make it close. So. Cover. Okay. Brother Bob. And then I have my picks. I'm, I'm looking at the Kansas City-Las Vegas game. Uh, I think yeah. I think Las Vegas is a uh, 
I think they're reverting back to their old pirate days uh, between a vehicular manslaughter charge, a misogynist racist coach, and now a death threat with weapons. Yeah, I'm going to take Kansas City. uh, Patrick Mahomes has been really, really weird for me, and the Kansas City Chiefs have been really weird for me this season. But even though it's a division game and it's only two and a half points, I'm taking Kansas City later. You know, for a while we were doing that blotter where I was talking about the blotter. We could just put the whole race. Just, just the Raiders, yeah, j- j- just the Raiders, and and down the road you got Carver, Sarver, whatever his name is, yeah. at the Phoenix Suns now, <laughs> and and for my second pick, uh, the game that's uh, tonight, I'm I'm going to pick Miami and in, in eight and a half points. Um, I I don't know why I'm doing that. Uh, I just I just got a feeling. I got a feeling something's going to happen. Ouch. <laughs> Okay. Let's <laughs> we'll see what happens. I actually like the drum roll better than the curtain. It's competing soundboards, folks. <laughs> okay. So, on to, uh, you know, we had a young man that we interviewed, uh, Ryan Colby, last week. I do want to uh, do two quick shout outs. Uh, Ryan, there, he signed there he yesterday. Is. Good job, so Ryan. So, that's pretty cool. Congratulations. When you get rich and famous, Ryan, I want you to still remember the show, okay? And come visit us. And subscribe. And tell all your best friends there. And then wear my pick with shirt. We're still on our march to state. So uh, we play tomorrow night. Good luck to my pick Indians. Okay, so let's go on to another topic here real quick. Veteran signings on Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day to all your veterans out there. I know, Bob, you served. You were Navy. Yes. I was Army. Thank you for your service. Thank you, sir. And all the other veterans that are out there, thank you uh, so much for the service to our country. Veterans signing on Veterans Day. So let's start with the big one. You know, we've been tossing around Cam for a couple weeks. We actually didn't think anyone would sign him. Can we we kind of agree to that? I I still don't think he's he's worth it to come back. I I think he needs to move on to his next phase. It's it's a desperation move, obviously. But yeah, they're doing something. They're just going to put some tape over it until they can draft a quarterback. And think about the draft quarterback stock that's coming out this year. There's Pretty not big, one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, 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 they, they don't have one, so they're going to have to find a quarterback this year. I mean, because that Sam Darnold. I mean, he's being he's injured and and he was kind of not improving. He was going this way instead of going this way. So, um, well, it's funny you say that because I was watching some mock draft stuff. The kid out of Pittsburgh, Pickett, I believe his name is, a quarterback there for the college, Pittsburgh, 20th. So they don't even have a quarterback projected in college to go in the first round of the to the 20th pick. Yeah, that's not going to hold. I, for some reason, the last the last bunch of years, quarterbacks are overvalued in the draft, and they go high, and teams get worried, and, and they do stupid things a la Chicago Bears and Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, yeah I agree. But uh, – it's it's it is a weak quarterback draft year, so like you said, put tape on it, see what happens. OBJ, Obel, Odell Beckham Jr. He's uh, he got signed. The Rams. We, call, we called that last Max week. had Max that last week. Max. We called that last week. I think. Take it to the max. Yeah, Odell Beckham. I think it's a good signing. Um, it's going to be the short term of that. He is he's, he's going to go to the Rams with that quarterback, but also with the coach. Uh, he's going to, he's going to behave for a little while, but then long-term, I think he's going to do well, uh, where he gets a new contract and he's going to be successful there, but I think he's going to tone it down. Well, let me ask you this. Um, the Rams are having a very successful season. Would you agree? I agree. 
They picked up a quarterback who's flourishing under the system. Would you agree? Yeah. Why would you disrupt the apple cart with a mercurial guy like him who... Yeah, the reason why they would do that is because uh, they they drafted or they drafted they traded for Von Miller, right? Uh, last year uh, for Ramsey, this year they made the switch for quarterback, and then they also picked up a running back. So th- they're doing all this because all the chips are in the middle. They're, they're pushing it all in. If they don't win the, the Super Bowl right now, we're seeing it today. What's the date? Uh, November eleventh. We're saying if the Rams don't win the Super Bowl. Um, it's a failure on their part. Yeah. Well, I know that you, I think you had picked them to win. I have Baltimore. So both our, our Super Bowl teams that we picked are still in the yeah. running. Yeah. But it, it, it explained the pantsing that the Titans gave them. Uh, that's why I think they're desperate because when they, they cut Deshaun Jackson, uh, now they need that person to come in and fill that role. I mean, think about it. Look at the receivers. Who are you going to cover? Robert Woods? No. Cooper Cup? No. Now, are you going to cover Obey, uh, uh, Odell, yeah. Odell Beckham Jr.? Who are you going to cover? But it is kind of interesting. They traded or they got rid of uh, Deshaun mm-hmm. and brought in this guy. I mean, it's... One's Weird. younger, uh, one can kind of run routes where the other guy wouldn't run routes at all and just take off. It's a weird dynamic. And you didn't think Green Bay would have been a better fit for him? And I don't know. I think behind the scenes, Green Bay's kind of falling apart. I think that a little uh, Wizard of Oz guy that's turning the wheels in Green Bay, I think, yeah, yeah, I think it's falling apart because uh, you can tell. Um, he's He's done. Aaron Rodgers is done. He's leaving Green Bay. And I think uh, the receiver's going to follow him as well. Okay. Yeah, and I yeah, Green Bay would not have been a good destination for OBJ. I actually don't think the Rams are a good well, destination for well, me. Well, Bob's saying, think about it. Obey, Odell Beckham Jr. goes to Green Bay, yeah. right? And then Rodgers leaves. What is Odell doing then? He can't play quarterback. Well, that's a good point. He needs somewhere. Reason I guess he's going somewhere where you got quarterbacks, known quarterback stability. Yeah. And, like and Stafford's an MVP candidate. Yeah. yeah Hall of Famer. Really? Don't laugh at that. Sta- yes. <laughs> Should I laugh at it or if I almost forgot, should I drink to it? With my, drink to it. I'm going with the dark ale. No. I mean, it, it, is, it a, is it a Kurt Warner situation again? Yeah. It, I mean, Stafford's shown to be a pretty good quarterback, and the only thing that was keeping him down were the Detroit Lions, which keeps everybody keep down. everybody down. <laughs> Question. They make the Super Bowl. Stafford and the Rams win it. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. With one Super Bowl win? No, he, he, he has to do a couple more a couple, seasons okay. at this level to okay. get there. Okay. If he would have put together some good seasons in Detroit with what he had, um, then possibly because, you know, he's... The second but, coming of Jesus Christ couldn't have put together a good, yeah, I know, a good right. season yeah, with I, the Lions. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Deep, I agree. <laughs> Okay, that's the next one. Okay. (laughs) Um, Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, who we were talking about, goes to the Raiders. So, felons for felons. uh, The Raiders are a dumpster fire, man. I mean, the Raiders, I'm not trying to, I I apologize for laughing, but really, I mean, they fired their coach, a receiver and another two receiver. I I don't know. They they fired their coach. They went two weeks in a row, and, and and now it's, what? She's, what's going on? I think what the Raiders did said, you know, we're in Vegas. It's a crazy ass town. Yeah. You never know what happens. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just, just throw this all together. Yeah, but, 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 but it's Vegas. It's, it's happy. It's gambling. It's drinking. It's not, 
death threats with loaded weapons. <laughs> the other they, help, they help us keep a show like this entertaining. You know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Right, we'll move on after that one. <laughs> and, then, and then Perryman, I guess he was with the Bears. He got released. It's a good veteran pickup for Brady. You know? I think they see that as uh, at the because uh, Antonio Brown's hurt. They see it more as down the line when the playoffs start. They're going to need some veteran play that's yeah. going to stay healthy. So that's why I see that's a good pick. So I agree too. Um, so let's move on now. We're at the midseason point now in the NFL, folks. So we kind of uh, tossed in tossed around some ideas of who we thought were the winners and losers so far midseason. And I think uh, we both uh, landed on Kansas City as being a disappointment. Huge disappointment, yeah. When I watched them um, last week, they looked terrible. Do you think they make the playoffs? It's a it's an interesting division. I mean, it's Chargers, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs. They're all at five and four, or four and five, or five, whatever, whatever. They're they're all right there. Mm. Uh, I I think the Chargers are legit. I think I think the Raiders are another arrest away from something. Uh, so I think it's the Chargers and the Chiefs, and I, I think the Chiefs win the division. I, I I think I think it will come through. I think they'll figure it out. I think this is just a matter of defensive coordinators getting getting more looks at this and finally getting to a scheme that that stymies Mahomes and the rest of the of the Chiefs offense. Now it's just a matter of okay, what's the next chess move for Andy Reid and that offensive coordinator? Yeah, well, I mean, they might not make the playoffs. I mean, they're they're pretty close. When I'm looking at the stats here, um, they're they're in third place in their division. But then they're also following uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Buffalo, and New England, starting to sneak up a little bit. If they don't make the playoffs, I mean, they're going to win the division. Yeah, well, I, we we all agree they're probably one of the most talented teams in their division. Sure. So I think with that talent, at some point it will gel. Um, Mahomes definitely hasn't looked like the Mahomes of the past. They'll figure it out. I agree with Bob okay. that they'll they'll figure it out. But yeah, they don't have a lot of time to figure it out, they and they better do it pretty darn quick. Yeah, after Thanksgiving, I mean, things are going to start speeding up. Next, when you have uh, yeah, I, we I had the Browns being a real disappointment this year. You know, yeah. most projections had them winning their division, and they're. They're down at the bottom, you know, with the Bengals, of course. Can Jason mark the tape? Uh, this is where the Browns turn it around because they got rid of okay. Odell Beckham Jr. Right. Right. Now that they got rid of him, watch what's going to happen. I don't know why, for whatever reason, they got rid of him. Whatever. Baker now, Mayfield plays, plays better without yes, OBJ. Yes. And they're going to yes. turn it around. So that's going to teeter-totter there. But I, I like that pick. That I like that we're discussing it. But let's watch the Browns. Okay. Give it another four weeks, and we'll see where it would okay, happen. Okay, fair enough. Do you think that they can beat the Ravens in that division at this point? At this point, man, they turn it around, and they catch fire. That's a good defense. And for whatever reason, they run the ball. And in the yeah. playoffs, uh, what do you need to do? Run the ball. And they're doing it well. And, and Baker plays okay enough not to lose. And I think the Browns are going to turn around. Yeah, I think Baker having that major headache gone. Yeah. Because it did seem like it was almost getting in his, his, his head because yeah. he's out there trying to play the game and he's got to worry about this receiver getting angry because every ball's not thrown his way. So yeah. it certainly won't hurt. Um, can we agree San Francisco has been a disappointment? Wow, what a disappointment. I mean, last year's excuse was that they're all hurt. Okay, now that they've, they've healed. 
Uh, they're not hurt, but they, but they are hurt. They're not healed. I don't get it. I mean, and, and what I said was uh, going back to uh, Kyle uh, Shanahan, when he was the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, when they lost that Super Bowl against New England, it, it kind of weighed on him and it was kind of his responsibility. He got a job. He got promoted. He got a head coaching job. And now we're seeing the true colors again. Is it San Francisco or is it because of who, who their head coach is? Well, I think they do have a long-term quarterback problem in San Francisco. They do? No, it's not. It's not a long-term quarterback problem. It's a, how many games are left in the season? Nine games. It's a nine game quarterback problem. I'm talking about beyond this season. Beyond, I don't know if this kid that they got is going to be the, the answer to save the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to put my faith in Kyle Shannon. I, I still have faith in Kyle Shannon. And, and quite frankly, we have had some injuries. I'm a 49ers fan. I can tell. I mean, Garoppolo has, Garoppolo has been hurt. But then again, that's kind of been a problem for him. I mean, availability has been an issue. Um, Trey Lance actually did get hurt as well. Yeah. And, and, and they've had some other issues. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge disappointment. I was expecting a lot better, but that is a monster division. That is a monster division because I think one of your next surprises or winners of the of NFL comes out of that division. Yeah. Well, and then you have, we have next the surprising team. Yeah, our surprises. Our surprises. What's your first one? Went through our disappointments. Uh, I think we, we, we decided the Cowboys have been a surprise. They, they have. Albeit that, that dumpster fire game they had last week which, take that out uh, i mean and yeah we're, we're i mean we we all love the cowboys who follow them but again with oh, our no, hearts, no 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 yeah, no yeah. no 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 we, like yeah me, we you we we yeah, other people me, where's mr blue uh, jeans green jeans uh, whatever green, okay <laughs> green jeans, we, and and with the cowboys for them to be at this point in, in the record of winning the division uh, Here, here's your friend. <laughs> There's my friend with the Cowboys. I do not agree with you, Max. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why he has a slight Mexican yeah. accent. <laughs> but with the Cowboys being this far up in this division, it is a surprise. And if they can stay healthy, it is going to it, it is going to help them. And that is a surprise as far as what their record is right now and where they're at. So, and in the next one. Well, he's agreeing with you. Huh? Yeah, he's he's doing something there. <laughs> um, the next one is Arizona. Yeah, who'd have thought? Who'd have well, thought? No, that's like really, really. I mean, and, and I follow their his coach. He's from around here and uh, New Brunswick, and then he went to Tech. He was a quarterback and played behind Tom Brady. I thought when he was given that position, that job at Arizona, I was thinking, well, yeah. he'll be gone in a couple of years. Look where they're at. I know. Uh, I they might be the best team in the NFL. But do they continue to maintain that level that they've? Done for the last six, seven games. I do. I don't see them as a drop off. Uh, they might lose two more games, and that's it. Yeah, it's they're they're a surprise. I mean, I, I think they were my last place team in the NFC West going into the season, and yeah, I, Kyler Murray is and and, and and Kyler Murray goes away, and they yeah. still play well. Yeah, and you if you look at his stats, they're they're right up there top echelon with all the quarterbacks right now in the national football league. He's very underrated. My only worry for Kyler Murray is, is where I have for every quarterback who is in six, four and two fifty is, you know, longevity and availability that, you know, as a smaller quarterback, does, does he get hit too hard? Does he get knocked out? Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm concerned. I like how Kyler Murray, he's from Texas. He's got Texas kid and hope he does well. What's your next surprise? My next surprise actually is Jacksonville. Why? I think I had them winning two games all year, and 
Get I up. had him. They already got there. Yeah, they got there. <laughs> I, I had them winning zero. I really did. I know. And, and think about it. They're tied. When, when we had started this show back right before the football season started, and I said Jacksonville would have the same record as Washington, would you have said you're nuts? I wouldn't. I would have said you're nuts. I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. You're looking at the guy that said Washington would be 12 and 5. I did. I thought Washington football team would be on top of the division in Jacksonville. They have the same record. Yeah. So, so uh, every college football fan should be rejoicing because the more success Jacksonville has, the less chance Urban Meyer comes back. That's true. <laughs> yes. You know, Co- Coach Meyer now, it's actually, you know, uh, the heat's off of him a little bit. They kind of survived that. That storm and, and, you know, they beat Buffalo at the end of the day. Buffalo's a good team. The best thing you mentioned a couple of weeks ago for Urban Meyer is for that dumpster fire out there in Las Vegas. That's, that's keeping his job. So good job, Urban. Keep winning and you'll be fine. So we'll go to the next. So one. when, 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 when I was younger, I used to watch the, uh, the Jerry Springer show because you watch the Jerry Springer show and you go, no matter how bad my life is, it isn't as yeah. bad as that. Every team in the NFL is going, no matter how bad it is, it ain't as bad as the Raiders. The Raiders are horrible, man. Yeah, There's bad things going on there. So, and I don't think that's the end. I think this summer we'll see some more emails oh come boy. out or something with the Raiders. So we'll move on. Go to the next one. Um, <laughs> the Bears game. Did you all watch that game the other night? Yeah, I, yeah, I did. And uh, some I, thoughts, guys. I'm going to sit back and drink a beer and listen. I think uh, the one of the things that I remember um, when ESPN was really at its heyday. Uh, this came up on the topic one evening, and I remember that they were talking about the for the umpires in baseball. Yeah. And in basketball, uh, the referees, but also in football, should never you should never know their names. You should they should never stand out for whatever reason. And I agreed with that. And they made a good point. And what what I, what we're seeing right now is the referees. Wow, I mean, it is just every single game you watch. Hey, referee did this. Referee did that. All these calls. What are they calling? And that was just so blatant. The kid who got cut from the opposite team. Right. From Pittsburgh goes in there and, and sacks the quarterback, turns around, which I really enjoyed his kick. I mean, that roundhouse mm-hmm. that he did, that was awesome. <laughs> but then he, he stares down the opposite team and they throw a flag and personal foul. And then, the, and then Pittsburgh gets the ball and then they basically win the game. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, that was the outcome. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, there was some a lot of questionable calls to include that one. They were penalized 12 times that game. Yeah. Uh, I, apparently, um, the quarterback for the Bears also complained a little bit about the hits he was taking yeah, versus what, what Ben was taking. It was like, mm-hmm. so, you know, uh, this ref, I guess, has a reputation. Chris Sims actually came out, who used to be a quarterback, uh, Phil Sims' son. And yeah, said he, Texas, yeah, yeah. he said he had he had a run-in with this Caliente. Or, well, I mean, I mean, one of the things, I mean, it's been – it's been a point of emphasis in the, in the referee core of the NFL, this taunting thing. And yeah, they've gone too far, but it's, it is one of those things that, you know, during the off season, they figure out, okay, what's going to be our point of emphasis. And that's going to kind of what we're going to look at If you switch sports and you talk about, you know, NBA, one of their points of emphasis going to the season is the whole unnatural body movement leading to a foul. It is hurting James Harden. James Harden. Uh, And, and, and all of those stat sheets are down for those, but you know, they, 
it, it, every year they go, okay, we need to address this. We need to address it's that. To stick with. You know. yeah, I remember 20 years ago, the bulk was a big one in baseball. Everybody, all the pitchers were getting called for balks. But to me, it's just kind of a shame when, when these games are on the line that they're decided by a flag. Yeah. And it was an inordinate amount of penalties, 12. Um, what do you guys think about this? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but anytime you get money involved, could there be some nefarious going-ons? Uh, it's always about the money. Remember that? Yeah. It's always well, about the money. The NFL has— No, it's all about the base. <laughs> what happened in the NBA was some point shaving. There's rumors and there's some concerns because the NFL has— uh, has um, joined forces with a lot of these betting um, outfits out there. And you know what? It's so easy to have a touchdown and pull a flag and say holding or call a taunting or excessive celebration. Mm. Let's not let it get out of hand. And Chris Sims said it best. I mean, he 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 made his comment was let's control a little bit more on on the front end with the the, the games being played. Let them play. Let them play. And and if it's really that obvious, then call it. But man, let them play yeah. a little bit. And I think it should stick to that. Uh, quick note: Who was uh, Chris Sims' roommate in college? I'll give you a hint. He's uh, the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Shanahan. Okay. All right. Yeah. And as to the, I don't want to be a conspiracy theory, but I'm going to throw out a conspiracy theory comment. Uh, One of my problems with the NFL is it's not a full-time referee corps. These are generally, except for, I think they just started hiring full-time, full-time folks. So these are generally part-time guys and girls. Um, And I can't imagine the NFL isn't watching these folks' finances. And if it, and if I'm an NFL referee and I'm hired full-time, maybe I open myself up to that to, to kind of get over that. Yeah. The NBA had that problem. And I, while I have friends who believe that that was a conspiracy and, and a whole bunch of referees, I mean, I just, it's, it's a couple bad apples. Yeah. And, and, and it will out. And it will out. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's easy to look at these guys and I mean they're human. I a couple of things that I would like to see in the NFL. I I want to see a skybox ref. I want to see a referee who's part of the crew in the skybox watching it in real time. Didn't you say the CFL does that? Yeah, the CFL does it. Yep. Not not a review. Just this is a this is a sure. referee who can make a call. And it would be nice if the NFL would do what the NBA does. I the NBA referees are under such a microscope. I mean, Silver gives his two-minute report and basically says, hey, we screwed up. Yeah. We're not going to do anything about it, but we screwed up. At least he's addressing it. Yeah. yeah. But part of the problem is, and that's just where I need we need to kind of wrap this little segment, uh, segment on, but with the, with the referees, there's emotion involved now. I thought that was supposed to be left out. You can't put emotion if you're going to be a referee. And that's been, that was obvious. With yeah, the, with the, 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 hip, he, the guy even hip checked. He, yeah, the, he did. The emotion. Obvious. He went out. Now, if a player had done that to him, yes, he would have been suspended. We would be talking about what? But the NFL's just kind of pushed it aside and, and just yep. wants to forget about it. They need to come back and uh, make some changes. And, and here's what we need to do, honestly. Why don't we have some kind of system set up where they grade, and they probably do, but grade the referees and say, look, you're not going to get a primetime game this week. And hey, referee B or Mr. Smith or Mrs. Smith, last week you didn't grade out well. We need to know that too. And they, if, that, 
I mean, I'd I like to see transparency because they do grade them. Yeah. That that leads to what are the crews for the playoffs? Because the crews in the playoffs are not are, are are not the normal crews. If I'm not mistaken, during the regular season, those are stay those are solid crews. They work they work games together. When it gets to the playoffs, then they start mixing them up based on the gradings, based on the ratings, yeah. which we don't see. The NFL is really, really good about protecting the shield. It would be nice if they were transparent. I just don't think they will be. Well, one of the things they do, too, you never know who's reffing those games because they don't want that out there, who's reffing each game. It's it's literally like hours before the game when you know who the refs are. Why don't we go take some inspiration from South Korea and the squid game and put those like masks with the shapes on them? So we have to see their faces. Okay. Well, that, that would be good. <laughs> Go into no, but let me ask you real quick. Yeah. Um, did you see the hip check from the ref? Yeah. Yes. So would you agree if a player had done that, he would have been suspended? He would have been suspended, yeah. So why can't we suspend a ref for a game for, you know... Because then it's going back to what Bob's saying. And then it's admitting that, hey, look, uh, we're making mistakes. It's protecting the shield. Yeah. You know, talk about protecting the shield. Uh, one of the things that uh, you and I were talking about earlier was this uh, new documentary that's coming out. Uh, it hasn't been completed yet. It's What's that going to be on? Netflix? Uh, I think it's going to be on Netflix. I'm going to have to look it up and we'll give you that information. A gentleman that's actually working on that um, flew in seven of what it, what it is. It's called the perfect 10. And it's uh, when you win the Heisman in college and you go to the pros, if you make it to the hall of fame, it's the perfect 10. And there's, we've only had 10 uh, accomplish that. And we have the, the 10, he flew him to Dallas and he had Roger Staubach. He had um, Marcus Allen, Earl Campbell, Tony Dorsett, Tim Brown, Barry Sanders, and also one defensive back, Charles Woodson, which is pretty cool. And it'll be coming out. Once it starts coming out, I'll give you some, give you guys some more information so we can check that out. Two of them are passed away, uh, Paul Horning and Dale Walker, and there was one last one that was left off. OJ. OJ, the Bronco guy. The Bronco, Not that yeah. he's the Bronco guy, but yeah. The guy one, that's scared to go out to LA. Yes, and he didn't bring him in because of reasons we all know about. Let's let's go past OJ and come back to the day. <laughs> one, one of the people on this list, Roger, Roger Staubach, one of the two Heisman winners from the Naval Academy. So, well, you know, just I, just don't, I, I really don't think that they, I think they stabbed OJ in the back by not letting him go on the show. Which wasn't cool. Okay, we said Roger Staubach, we said Tony Dorsett, we said Bill Walker, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, Barry Sanders, Paul Horning, Charles Woodson. Okay, who does not fit there? <laughs> OJ. But you know the most interesting thing is that of all the Heisman players, that's a that's a very small group to make it into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, well, yeah. You and I were talking about that. Did you think that number was ten? I thought it was greater than that. You would have thought so, yeah. And part of the documentary talks about that. So that Danny Werfel shouldn't have been there? Who's that? Okay. <laughs> well, it's, it, it, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, Woodson's the the youngest member out of this group. And, yeah. you know, it, so... It, are are we to a are to, uh, are we to a spot where the Heisman winner just does not have success in the NFL? Yes, and that's part of the documentary. Why? Because look at the last three, four Heisman winners. Okay, why haven't yeah. they made it? And the biggest thing that popped out was Johnny Manziel. Right? Why didn't he make it? And then they're looking at the next Heisman Trophy winner. Why didn't they make it? And it's tough. And then Tony Dorsett made a comment. Could it be pressure? It, it, it's pressure, but you have to work twice as hard. 
Roger Staubach made a comment that when he came in at 27 years old, because he did some tours in Vietnam, he came into the Dallas Cowboys. and It was a lot of pressure under Tom Landry. And he came in, he had to work harder there than he did ever at the Naval Academy, harder there ever than when he went to Vietnam. And he's like, man, the pressure there is so great that he had to move up different levels just to mentally and physically get there. And these guys, when they win the Heisman, they think, hey, I'm going to make it to the Hall yeah, of Fame. I mean, to your point, they may have maxed out their talent level at that level, and then when you get the NFL, you're taking it to another level. And they've, they've maxed out their level at the, the college level. And made their money. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it, it, even in the days pre-NIL, it'll be interesting going forward with, with NIL, yeah. how, how, that, how that changes it. And, and the, the college game is, is, is markedly different. I mean, a quarterback who has success in college is generally – not going to be successful. I have a question. I know we're going to move on to this, uh, Drew, but um, who's the kid from Georgia? Um, Jordan Davis. He's uh what? Six, seven. And I think he's like almost 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching the, the it, Mel Kuyper's list of the draft uh, college first rounders. I don't see anybody Better than this guy. Yeah. How tall? How six big. foot six, 330. What's his major? Uh, Urban planning. No. Communications. No. Uh, Religion. Religion. Wow. Okay, well, good for him. Well, this guy, I mean, he's taking not double teams, triple teams, and they can't stop him. Name me another college football player this year that's more dominant. True. Okay, so why should defense it's more dominant than Georgia's right now? Why shouldn't he win the Heisman? Because he's not a quarterback or a running back. I can't agree with you three times on the same show. Oh yeah, we have to disagree. But I think this guy should win the Heisman. I think he's going to win the Heisman. There should be some. Yeah, this is the year that that you can have someone other than because there's not a lot of offense. And I love how his shirt feels. His jersey, it fits. I mean, it kind of covers this part. Doesn't cover anything else. Uh, and I'm, the reason I'm talking about it is because C.D. Lamb keeps getting fined every single game because of his socks and his jersey on top. C.D. Lamb has been <laughs> fined more than Aaron Rodgers for violating COVID protocols. Yes. But, you know, he came out there and, and it's kind of like, why? What's going on? But, he doesn't know. And, and the players are saying, do you not like your money? <laughs> I've had a couple of them say, why? <laughs> if we if we get a pick for the high, it, it must be nice to be fined the same amount that some people make an entire year entire working. Year, yeah. I want to know where all that fine money goes. I think they go to, um, uh, not organizations, they go to a, a charitable foundations yeah. or something like that. But I used to like Cuban. Whenever he got fined, he said, I'm going to match it and donate it to, a, to yeah. my charities. But let's go for Jordan Davis, Heisman Trophy winner. Okay. I'm all in. All right. Uh, you know, we got the college uh, rankings came out. The only one that counts. <laughs> and it has Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State. Thoughts? I mean, we, we had a big debate about this last week. I I think it's right. I I would personally not put Cincinnati ahead of Michigan, Michigan State. Their strength of schedule sucks. Yeah. And and they're not they're not winning games the way they should. If if Ohio State played the schedule that Cincinnati played, they would generally trounce every one of those teams. Question. Um college football. Okay, well, we're going to put that over here. College baseball, college basketball, uh, they all have a tournament. 
where you, you, you list one through 64, baseball one through mm-hmm. 64, and then they all play each other. It doesn't matter what schedule. Why doesn't the college football do that? Well, we talked about they're going to go to that 12-game Yes, situation. and that's going to fix a little bit. I, I but why do they bit. do that? Because right now, just like we were talking about last week, why is Oklahoma still not in the top five? It's tough to have an undefeated team that's of their – Level, and we would agree they're one of the power. uh, When we talked about Oklahoma last week, who have they played so far? Their schedule. Who knew that Texas was going to suck this year? We didn't. Who knew that Baylor was going to be okay? And Baylor's beaten some good teams. And now, who knew that TCU was going to suck this year? We don't. We didn't know that. So, but it is tough to put a power conference team that's undefeated and have them completely out of the national championship. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close. And then if you go back the last five years, Oklahoma's been there. Yeah. And this year they're not. It, Why? it is kind of weird. I, I mean, the the committee says they're they're applying the eye test and they're saying that on a neutral field, I mean, they're they're making the call on a neutral field. Michigan beats Oklahoma on a neutral field. OK. And, and, and I don't know if I can I, I don't know if I can put much fault in that question that I have. So. And I'm not even going to take Cincinnati. I'll even take our guys that are back here in our back door, UTSA, right? I'll take UT, uh, UTSA, and I'm not even going to take Alabama. I'll give you Alabama and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Who's the next team that's up there? Ohio State? Or how about Oregon? Let's take Oregon. Let's put Oregon in the Alamo Bowl right here, Alamo Dome. We'll take UTSA. We're going to let them play 1,000 times, right? 999 times. Oregon wins. Yeah. But, brother, all I need is that one night. That one night. Hey, Oregon, that's all I need. Otherwise known as my dating strategy in college. Right. <laughs> but but all I need is that one you night. You, you can't base all this TV revenue on one night. and It could happen. Remember Boise State against Oklahoma? Who thought that was no one picked that? did you just say? Against Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And, <laughs> I mean, and, and actually, everyone's bringing out Cincinnati versus Georgia last year. Mm-hmm. And... And I was thinking about that. I was going, and and I and I make this joke. It's like if you're not in the top four, I really don't care. I, I don't care if you're not playing for anything. If you're not in the top four, what are you playing for in a bowl game? What are you playing for? Take them out. Take out the bowl games. Make it sixteen. Take out the bowl games. How much fun do you think we would have, Drew? That right there, the week before Christmas, yeah. the playoffs start. You take sixteen teams, right? Okay, but how long is this thing, thing going to drag out? These college kids, where are they going to play? Into they're not doing anything right now, anyway, Drew. They're not. Don't kid. Well, yourself. they're certainly not going to class. They're not going to class. Uh, we have a daughter that graduated a couple of years ago. Trust me. Uh, where, 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 what are you doing? Go to class, right? So it's they're a lot not of doing study anything. Time for yeah, they're not doing anything. So uh, before Christmas, and you break up the sixteen teams. Next next week, it's eight. After eight, it's four. Two, and then you have a championship game. Think about that. January 1st, we truly have a, na- a national champion. Well, I know they are looking at it. So yeah. it is, at least it's being looked at. Let's change it, man. I'm ready for yeah. it. The, the unintended consequence of that on this Veterans Day is just to point out the Army-Navy game has usually gotten basically a full a full weekend to themselves in, in the elite football on that weekend. If you go to a 12 or 16 team playoff, what do you do with the Army-Navy game? Great question. 
you start off every year college football with the Army Navy game. You let them celebrate the whole year. That'd you started cool. off cool, brother. That'd be great. That'd be you cool. started off kickoff. That's how we celebrate college football by Army First Navy game. and get it out of the way so we can, so we can watch so teams that actually play football. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Army Navy, and then we'll bring in their uh, Air Force to kind of sit there on the side. That'd be cool. <laughs> but Army Navy, I would watch that every single year. That'd be cool. Yeah. So let's end the show on this. Uh, Scott Boris, who's our agent. Who's made a lot of money oh, yeah. off baseball players? He basically said Atlanta, the World Series, should be with an asterisk because they went out there and they got a bunch of veterans. But I really don't see any fault with that. Yeah, they had a, uh, they didn't have a losing going into August. What they had a losing record, but they went out there, they made some moves. It worked. Other teams made moves. Yeah. Your Mets made moves. My Reds. <laughs> Um, they made moves. They made moves. <laughs> my Reds stood pat and did yeah. nothing as usual. Yeah. Um, so, I kind of got a beef with that. I, I, I like the fact that Atlanta earned it. Yeah, they won, what, they 86 games, mm-hmm. but they went out there. They played the best. They, they made the right trades to gel for a good team. So, uh, you know, any thoughts on that? Is it, hey. it Does it hurt that 116 106 game winner isn't your World Series champion. My my quick retort to any fan of of a 106 win team that doesn't win, they should have played better. Yeah, they, I, love, and, I love what Atlanta did. And and my and my biggest problem over the last week is why is the Atlanta GM not executive of the year? That his moves at the trade deadline are what won the World Series exactly. for Atlanta. Politics. Yeah. They went from the all-star game after that, they caught fire. They gelled, they played together. They didn't, they lessened the mistakes and their pitching came around. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's baseball. I love what Atlanta did. I applaud them. Good job. Well, well, Boris's point too, he said, you know what? These teams that are competing for these first round draft picks and know they don't have a chance. They're just dumping their veterans in a money move. and, And then there's only a few select teams that can compete. But, you know, one thing about baseball, every year, when was the last team to win back-to-back world championships? Mm. Oh, it's been a while. But that's why it's I like 10, baseball. 10, 15 years. But been I longer, like it. been longer than that. But don't you like, do you like that? And though? that's what I'm saying. That's why I kind of disagree with him. So it's mm. not like you have these powerhouse teams that are winning seven, eight mm-hmm. uh, championships in a row. Oh, wow. 20 years. The Yankees, three straight, yep. 1998 through 2000. And then my beloved Reds before that. So the opportunity to really win over and over. The Yankees won three straight World Series? Yeah, I know. I hate the Yankees. Yeah. Are you sure that's right? Yeah, because I really hate the Yankees. And it's, and, <laughs> I don't remember that. And Go- it was 20 years ago. Though. That's what Google says. It was 20 years ago. So I, I thought it was the Reds. Fact check me. Well, the Reds. And that was yeah, I think ago. they only won. No, the Reds, 75, 76. 76. Yeah. 75, 76. Scott, Scott Boris needs to shut up. Thank you. I agree. And, I agree. and take Sorry. his money. I mean, this is a, agree. this is a wow, wow, wow. You're taking money from my, from my players and you're taking yeah. money out of my pocket and food off my table. So he just needs to shut up and go, go drive on. his board. He needs to go to, yeah, uh, Vegas and kind of clean up those uh, Raider athletes over there and kind of help <laughs> take, them out. Take away their guns. <laughs> take away their guns, yeah. <laughs> well, taking a cue from Brother Bob, we're going to shut up now. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please go to To The Max Sports, you know, to keep this around, keep the content going. Please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like. 
that's the way we can pay the light bills here. So Sick enjoy bears. the show. OHIO. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks, Beat. guys. And uh, sorry, we went really long tonight. So it's thanks okay. for sticking in there with us. That's right. what he said. <laughs>